Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. <clears throat> Let's watch a full length movie on, movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Michael Spiegel. What's the movie this week? This week we watch Life with Father, 1947. Life with Father, 1947. That is what you put in the YouTube search engine. Silver Classics in Color. That's the one we love. It's got a beautiful print. There are no ads. There's a lot of free ones because it's public domain. So pick Silver Classics in Color channel. Okay, Silver Classics in Color channel is hosting Life with Father from 1948. Find it, hit the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero. We're going to crank out the Paul Brumbot this week. When he says go, hit play. Take it away, Brumbot. All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome... Mr. Paul Brumbaugh. All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. Thank you, Brumbaugh. All right. Hey, this movie's so old, it's a Warner Brother movie. Right. And it's really John Warner. That's how old it is. Yeah, that's how old it is. An actual Warner Brother. Oh, no, not a view for... No, don't make me look into it. No, no. Ah! It's oh, the 1800s. This is how you time travel to the 1800s. With a viewmaster? Yeah. Ooh, it looks all 3D and stuff. Yeah. William With Powell. Like. Who's your favorite, William Irene or Powell Dunn? I don't know what she... I think William Powell is my favorite. He owns Here's Zazu this... Pitts. Yeah, Elizabeth Taylor. Mm-hmm. And, and Elizabeth Taylor is 14. You're going to love her. Now, she was, a, why would I love, well, I love her in National Velvet, the horse movie when she was 14, right? <laughs> well, the thing is, this was before she, the world broke her down. You know what I mean? And she got negative trait. You know, this is when she's just, fr- she's 14. She grew up in Europe. She comes over here. Her parents are all connected in Hollywood. She's got beautiful eyes that are like blue, but with a green, I don't know. She just looks really terrific. She auditions. She gets signed to a, a, a company, but it doesn't last. It's only one year. But then she goes on to join MGM and she became. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was a child actor. Mm-hmm. Now, is this so New York we're hearing, it's just the same old song. You know, these old films start like with the. Uh, well, then uh, this is a comic book. Credits. This is a comic strip, right? It's based on a comic strip. No, this. Well, or I'm show. not. Okay, the guy's name was uh, Clarence Day Jr., and he wrote for New Yorker, and he was also a cartoonist for New Yorker. But I think this Ooh. was. 
This is from his memoirs, his book about his life with his father, with the family's life with the father. Well, that's his brick. It has his name on it. You see that cop? He was in Key Largo. That's his big deal. Ooh. Anything going on around here? Nope. <laughs> All right. You guys be safe. Storm's coming through. Well, what they did was they referenced Mr. Day. Everything in this movie is about the dad. Every single, they're all worried about him. You're new here. Yes, I work here, Mr. Day and Mr. Knight. <laughs> now, I researched her, but she only had one other role ever, so it just wasn't interesting. Now, this woman... This is her last film ever. Her name's Clara something. She was all over uh, silence, you know. Sure. Look at how gracefully she goes into talkies, right? There's mom. Ooh, dumbwaiter. Yeah. So stupid. So stupid. Right. Waiter, he was like, I, waiter I would like a coffee with no milk, please. We're out of milk. Would you like a coffee with no cream? Dumbwaiter. <laughs> he doesn't even get his own joke. Now, this maid is not long for this world. They never are. They run through them like, like a revolving door because Mr. Day. Charlie Day. Right. Oh, not Charlie he, Day. And he'll say stuff like, I don't know why you can't keep a maid when it's him who's running them out, you know? It's a beautiful uh, brownstone. Yeah, it's a brownstone in Manhattan, and it's so beautiful. And it's those, they still exist today. Of course, yeah. they're filled with all of us. You know, once it was the yuppies, and then it became, right? So it doesn't have yeah. this grace and charm, but it could. Well, what I think it is, it's like the gentrifiers, right? They come in, and they find a sweet little place in, in Harlem, mm -hmm. kind of renovate it. Now, this is Irene Dunn, and she is Vinnie Day. And she is the star of our movie, even though it's all about Mr. Day, and there's good, they're all going to have their parts and stuff. It's really Irene's story. Now, all this futzing and teaching the maid, it's all about what Mr. Day wants and what Mr. Day, you know, do try to not disturb. Here, I'll put up a little bit. <laughs> It's just like mine, except that it got bent one morning. And that reminds me, Annie, always have Mr. Day's coffee piping hot. Piping hot, or Mr. Day will go, EGADS! What is this slop? Now, is this guy worth it? Like, there's a lot of build-up for this Mr. Day. Is he okay, hysterical? So, yes, this is... You know, William Powell was the thin man, and yeah. okay, this is the, this is I think his best performance. And there's a little story about how it wasn't going to work out. That was the son. That's Clarence Day Jr. The maid just went a redhead, licked her fingers and pounded her fist. She'll do that every time she sees a redhead. Why? Because gingers are bad luck. Yeah, yeah. It well. It was really Irish. Irish are bad luck. Oh, but it kind of went to, oh, it explains the redhead. I thought it's just that, you know, Buster Brown's shoes are so bad. Like, I see the guy, mm -hmm. I, want, I want my money back. <laughs> no, but you're right. It is the red hair. 
It's just that that's all associated. Two juniors. Yep, that's right. He's not a junior. He's John. <gasps> Look, she's going to do it. Uh, boo. Oh. Boo. Well, she's, she's the best thing. She's going to be out of here soon. Oh, she is out of here. She is out of here. <laughs> this is her first day. They hired her because the uniform fit. That's why they hired Ooh. her. Uniform fit. Okay. What is it, Claire? What's wrong? Oh, no. It's, oh, that's the silhouette of Mr. Day. I wanted to wear that tie into work. Mr. Day presents. Do, 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 do. Now he's Day Senior. Now this guy is the only real redhead. Look. Oh, Hex. Uh, three of them. Oh, three redheads. Who did she marry? Blinky from Pac Man? <laughs> she married Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is back when you, you had to read the newspaper together. Yeah, absolutely. And they really read the newspaper and they get magazines delivered. He's very interested in science, the middle one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, get ready. Here's the cute one. The thing is, his character is great because he's always pissed. He's going to, you'll see throughout the whole film. Wait. Oh, 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 goodness, it's hexed. <laughs> I heard you got fired for your job. Yeah, too many redheads. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is important to our plot. He's doing the catechism. You see, if I hadn't been baptized, would I have no name? Okay? So, it's all about, like, if you're not baptized, you don't go to heaven. If you're not baptized, you're not married. You don't have a name. It's all these rules, and that's going to play into our plot. Oh, you can't go to heaven on roller skates. Now, look, is the clock right? Uh-oh. Now, we should mention, right, this this is a black and white movie, and this crisp edition is colorized. So I'm not sure about that, Mike. I'm not sure right. about that, because they went to this place to get their hair dyed red just before filming. Check it out, Mike. They go into this place. It's in Manhattan. It's a Sunday. They all have the dye in their hair, and then they go on to turn on the water to rinse it out, you know, the people who are attending to it, and the water main had been turned off. Now, this stuff stayed in your head, your hair would fall off. So they were in an emergency situation. Only in New York, man. And that's not even the 1800s, right? That was like 1940. Right, exactly. So, look, he's mad, watch. He brought a dog home without any permission, but, but Mr. Day will like it, and they'll all be like, oh, thank God. Listen to his banner for a little while. Okay. Clarence has just managed to ruin the only decent suit he has. I'm sorry, but I'm afraid he'll need a new suit of clothes. No, no. Not to be so hard on his clothes. I love William Powell, man. Those Thin Man movies are fucking to die for. Yeah, he did really six funny. of them. He was uh, paired with, what's your name, Moy? Nana Moy? Um, Erna. Is it Erna Moy? Hmm. Let me look it up. Uh, yeah, Myrna. Myrna. Myrna Loy. Myrna Loy read for Vinny's part, too. She really wanted it, but this is after the Thin Man movies. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, they were during the 30s. Oh, I don't know of any. Song of the Thin Man, I think, was the last one. Better on Clarence and on some hot and tot. I've seen Powell do some screwball comedies where he's just really funny. Like, Well, what's so funny about him is he's so smart and intelligent and stupid at the same time. He's oblivious. Don't eat so fast. Father, I'm going to pitch today. So there's one scene in, in The Thin Man where there's an intruder, right? Someone breaks into their... So he thinks fast, and to save his wife, he punches his wife uh, in the face to call Cocker. Right. He passes out, and then he attacks the assailant. So that she is doesn't have She's, to witness it? Yeah, she doesn't have to... Like, he gets her out of the way to fight this guy, but... Oh! <laughs> yeah. So it's funny, because it's a sweet thing he did. Pow! Right, and then he, they proceed to drink. He doesn't drink in this movie, right? Mr. Day, fucking tea cobbler? Oh, no, he does not drink. In this movie, he is proper and upright. Now, he's talking about getting into heaven. I hope you'll behave when you get to heaven. Now, Vinny. Whoa, where'd the plate go? Vinny, how many times have I asked you not to engage a maid who doesn't know how to serve properly? Claire, can't you see something new in doing heaven? He doesn't understand that he's hurting your feeling. Holding that platter over my head. Hold it lower. Like they're not people. Right. Now watch him look at her. Came of the one we had yesterday. Don't know why you can't keep a maid. Oh, like you, oh, you don't, do you? House the way I run my office. Like every job I've had, they start shit talking with me, shit talking me, and I'm in the room. Shit. Like, oh, is that kind of job? Stiff upper lip. Now look, she's crying because she's overheard all his. What's gotten into her? <laughs> now what did I do now? What did I say to her face? I never uh, said a word to her. I was addressing myself to you. That's a. Would you wear an ascot like that? I know that's an 1880 style. <laughs> If everyone was expecting it and you got to work and you don't have now look, he's fussing, so he wants to in you know call the maid up. The cook, the oh, cook. Do you think that brownstone still has all these chandeliers in there? No, no. no. You belong to. So now what the director's gonna do now is he's gonna show us Mr. Day being super cool about the dog. And right. then to the maid, what? Listen. Margaret, this bacon's good. Oh. Well, it's good. Yes, sir. Arlen, how's that finger? So he stomped his foot, right, to get the lady up there and, for a compliment. I would hate working for this guy. Yeah. Oh, well, watch it. You think you like eat your oatmeal? Watch how he's oh, the boss. Squeeze them. If I can finish your oatmeal. But it's like the father. On and finish it. It's good for you. But I don't like it. I'll tell you what you like and what you don't like. <laughs> You're not old enough to know about such things. That works. That doesn't no. work. Good. I That's all I got to say to my child? Discuss it. Eat that oatmeal at once. That's what works. Wow, I just take notes. No, but it was so, it's so oblivious to him. He goes, I don't like oatmeal. And he goes, You're too young to have, you know, it's good. You don't know these things. Uh-oh, now it'll be a complaint. So the director's showing us 
his heart and his devil and how he's oblivious and how he, it's not that he means, he doesn't mean well, he doesn't understand that he's, that he's a terror. The whole house is revolving around him. Yes, yes, Mr. Day. Margaret. Margaret. What is this? What is this? Slop? It is not coffee. You couldn't possibly take water and coffee beans and arrive at that. Slops, that's what it is. Slops. Take it away. I come down to this table every morning hungry. Well, if you're hungry, Claire, why aren't you eating your breakfast? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. Puts them in place. I remember when they were looking through their hair in the movie Lice with Father. <laughs> that film was lousy. La la lousy. Life. La I guess Life with Father. I always, like, there's... There's a cartoon like from the 30s or 40s, like he's a cool flapper dad. I forget what it is. Like he has like flapper as a kid and the kid's uh -huh. all flapperish. That's what I thought we were watching, to be honest. Oh, I'm, I'll well, go this, with this. I, I was introduced to this film from my brother Marcus. He loved it. Um, he just loved the, the dad, you know, he's like a stockbroker and. Uh, sure. Yeah, so so um, I saw this like as I don't know a kid. I was probably in my twenties, um, and I loved it too. But then I forgot about it for a million years. So we look for these public domain films. Let me tell you how this got in the public domain. Um, there's two different accounts on the internet, so I don't know what's true. Through a clerical error, Life with Father was not re renewed for copyright and fell into the public domain in 1975. Okay. Now, it's weird. Warner Brothers still owns the theatrical distribution rights. You can't put this in the theater. Right. So we can't broadcast, we can't go to AFC and, and air this episode, podcast. Episode. Right. Exactly. Um, now, but this different account on the internet says uh, either because the original copyright expired or was not renewed because this movie was never copyrighted in the first place. It's not listed in the catalog of copyright entries. Ooh, what a boo-boo. Yeah, so maybe they never... Now, this thing was a long... Okay, it started as a book, an autobiography. This guy wrote about his life with his father, and then it moved on to becoming a play, and it was a hugely successful play. I might never and, play. And then... You know, it became a, a movie, of course. And there's big, long stories about all of that process. So maybe they just thought of it like the book's copyrighted, the play's copyrighted. Like maybe it didn't, I don't know. Maybe they thought they were covered. No, I mean, they're pretty savvy. I mean, we're talking about Warner Brothers. They know they know their properties. It's not like they let Casablanca slip. By the way, the director of this directed Casablanca. Casablanca. You know how I know that? Um, Kroll. Ah, I'm a Casablanca fan. His yeah, was covered with it. That's how I got into it. I yeah. like that movie. I seen it once, and I was breathing so heavy that everyone in this film class was looking at me. So I have bad <laughs> memories of Casablanca. Well, I saw it one time, uh, and then I was blown away by how the end has like every catchphrase you've ever heard came That's from right. the movie, and then. I forgot all about it. I read that book, Story, by Robert McGee. McKee. You gave me a copy of it, yeah. And he uses it as one of the examples. I saw it again. It's a masterpiece. 
Well, what I like about the movie is just the nihilism and the cynicism during the war. And that, you know, you can see it. And, like, it is, I, they don't really, I don't know. It's good. It's solid. What else? Chris has done other stuff, though. I mean, I guess Life with Father. Well, but... he did White Christmas with Bing Crosby, the one you know so well. Well, wasn't the song White Christmas originally in a movie called, like, Holiday Inn or some shit like that? Something I think like that's that. Oh, by the way, Carl, may I be the first? Oh, wish you Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Oh. It's October. I know. Here we go. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Oh, you're doing the Christmas Carol? It's the Nightmare Before Christmas Carol. Christmas, Christmas. Ooh. Do you see? Now, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Please, please. He's going to now begin to talk to himself. He's talking to the mayor. He's reading an article Honest. and he's talking to the mayor. Honest. Bye. Fine mayor, you've turned out to be. You can't now, be raising taxes he will now do a filibuster out. dissertation <laughs> and tell the mayor off. And the maid will come Your in not understanding. Tell me this. Are these increased taxes going into public improvements? Or are they going into graft? Answer me that! Answer me that, honestly, if you uh -huh. honest, Hugh Grant. Oh, then the maid's going to be like, I, I don't know what to say. Well, yeah, he, the maid comes up. She's just bringing him some tea or something like that. And uh -huh. he turns to her and says, I'll put you in jail. You know, and she like, <laughs> and then later he's going to be like, Vinny, I never said a word to her. Is there something crazy happens in this movie? Like, is there like a perilous moment in the family that changes everything? I mean. Yes. All right. Okay, give, yeah, give Mr. Day, but he's with somebody. Nonsense, girl. Come on. ...to watch after our interests, and all we get is inefficiency. I know you're an incomboot, <laughs> and I strongly suspect you of being a scalawag. <laughs> you're not going to escape your legal responsibilities. Legal responsibilities? By God! Criminal responsibilities. Don't think for one minute we're going to let you escape. We're going to throw you into jail. What was that? Uh, hey, we didn't see the lady fall down the stairs. That fell ripped yeah. off. So he just hears it, right? And Vinny goes, he goes, I don't know. Sounds like the maid tumbled down the stairs. <laughs> but he goes, Vinny, why can't I have quiet in my own house? <laughs> Say to her, I haven't seen her since breakfast. Charlie Day. You like Charlie Day, right? Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I yeah, I love that. I once was in his presence. I didn't meet him. Um yeah, because of your brother. I was backstage oh. at um George Lopez show and he was in the room just talking to other people. I left him alone, but it was really yeah. cool to just it was cool to see, you know, him. see him. He made a movie. Night. He directed a movie and it didn't look good, but he, uh -huh. he did it. He's like a, a silent movie star or something like that. During, okay. He doesn't talk. He's not, he doesn't do silent movies. It's just, he does movies, but he doesn't speak. And he becomes, he's, he's like a, you know, he wanders in and suddenly becomes a star type of movie. Gotcha. So now he goes off to work, Mr. Day. Because at the end of the film, we'll have a callback. He'll, the cop will Cops come out. No I think I was in Key Largo. I think I told you, right? Yes, yes. 
Key Largo, the fucking, they terrorize this, this boat, right? They break in and they terror. And the cop goes, how's everything? Everything's fine, officer. Okay, yeah, right. then. They wouldn't let the Mexicans in? There's a storm coming. Oh, Zazu. Yeah, that's right. Zazu. Is that Elizabeth? Yeah. Is that? And, and, that's right. And Mary Pickens, which is uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Um, uh, Mary Skinner. Pickens. Mary Skinner. So Zazu's pronunciation, she yes. claimed, um, okay, let's see here. Th her father had two sisters, Eliza and Susan, Sue. So she made Zazu, so neither one would be mad. Oh, that's cute. It's yeah. a great name, Zazu Pitts. No, in her we 19th love Zazu Pitts. We book. saw her in Breakfast in Hollywood. And then, right. of course, in the classic... Francis joins the wax. Exactly. Yeah. So she is a she is a LWAFL MOYT favorite. Favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. She goes, she goes, look at you. You'll be a man before your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I swear Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor looks blind a little. Well. Well, not now. Before, she was walking and her head was bobbing and she wasn't... Okay, now, Elizabeth Taylor is bumping into Clarence Day Jr. Goodness! How do you do? What a fine drink of water you are. Yeah, because I... back then, there was no internet dating. There wasn't... And he says, I'm going to Yale in the fall. She goes, Yale! <laughs> How do you do? Um, back then, whoever you met, that was your pool of, of people. I met a boy. You didn't, like, have a, you know. No, that's not true. Maybe you go to church or you, or you, uh, you know, you're right. commute. They, they take the cable car. That's the famous New York City cable trolley car. <laughs> and you could bump into a bow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, maybe you're reading over his shoulder. Remember that dense New York Times from the 1800s? <laughs> <laughs> Thick-ass articles. Now she's going to turn on her... Now, Clarence Jr. here yes. is like, I don't like girls and they don't like me. And of course, he's just getting set up. His character, by the way, wrote the autobiography that became a That's play. He's the guy, Life with Father. Oh, are you going to play something? Actually, take my wife, please. You know, I told my mother-in-law. <laughs> so on my uh, Pandora, like when I walk, I had comedy on. And unfortunately, yeah. when he came on, I hit skip. And so my algorithm said, oh, you don't like that guy. I you wish like I Henny Youngman? Oh, man. You know what? I had a tear. I listened to nothing but Henny Youngman and Jackie the Joke Man albums, of which there are many. <laughs> Now he's in love. Oh. And his brother's like, Why did you try the kitchen? Now, Mr. Day has had enough. He is going to engage a maid. He's tired of Vinny's antics. It's, I'm getting a maid. What a dick. He's going to the maid store already? Right. Watch what a dick he is. You wish a domestic servant? Where do you I would like a remaid. An address. Confounding, I'm late at the office now. By the way, this if is Auntie M. As to what kind of person you require. Oh. I'm asking you where you keep them. 
by the but you're not allowed in that room. If you will tell me the kind of a position, what are you doing? There's a barrister right in the back, and he goes and checks him out. What a nerd! Yeah, not nerd, but dick. You there, stand up, please. This is back when you wanted to get a massage car in the 1800s. They would bring you to this roof. I'll take that one. I'll, I'll take, take that one. Yeah. What's your name? Go right over to such and such address. He goes, I can't just send someone without knowing the character of the, my home. She goes, Madam, I am. Madam, I am the character of my home. Ooh. Bam. Uh, I'll take that one. Okay, Esther Goldberg, you're up. Ooh, let me pick uh, instead. Now, here's Miracle on 34th Street, dude. Oh, yeah, you can't. That face is like permanently looks like Miracle on 44th Street. And it's the same year, by the way. This is the year he played Santa. It's 1947. Or at least that's when it was released, both of them same year. Oh, those poor kid actors, they get to be in the movie without Santa Claus. Right. Yeah. But he is a, a Christian, which is allegedly what Santa is, although we've never... He's Catholic. Santa yes, Claus. he's Catholic. Mm -hmm. um, no, he's not Catholic. He's Episcopalian. Oh. Yeah. And that will be a big deal with uh, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, because her mother's Methodist. And you're like, you can't marry a boy... Who isn't your denomination? <coughs> so what's up with the priest? He's coming over just to chill. I heard you got a new maid. He's gonna. He's coming over because every member of the church who has a pew, because you have to buy it for like five grand, right. has to give money to their new church they're building. He goes. I forgot. Egads. You know, Star Wars bought two of them. Pew pew. How are you, Dr. Clyde? <laughs> Mother, are they back yet? No, Claire. Did she just ring for the maid? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, Claire, did you have a busy day at the office? A devilishly busy. Claire. Uh, I can ring. I'm saying devilishly in front of a priest. Uh, in front of a... How a man can get tired. Reverend? I don't know. I don't know. I suppose Wall Street is just as much a mystery to you as it is to me. Wow, uh, Wall Street in the 1800s. No wonder Marcus takes this shit. My mind often That's right. He, he thinks about how, at the end of the day, the guy who has money is like, this isn't important. I see him. <laughs> Easy for you to say, man. All those figures of profit and loss. It really Santa Claus. It's all about your soul, dude. Well, I'll be... Claire. <laughs> Who's this one? What happened to the one I engaged? Yes. The uniform right. didn't fit. What happened to the one I walked in and pointed at? When I sent this morning. The uniform. <laughs> I like the mm. one I picked out better. See, he just said that right in front of her yes. face. Dr. Lloyd wants to tell us about the plans for the new edifice. You what? The new church. <laughs> you knew we were planning to build a new uh -oh, church. Uh-oh, he knows what's up. to have to rage a large sum of large sum of money. Well, personally, I'm against the church hop, skipping, and jumping all over the town. So any contribution I make will have to be a small one. Now, this is probably a classic church, right? I mean, now it's like a historic landmark, whatever. Probably, yeah. I mean, New York City. Do you think it's a limelight? Do you think it turned into a nightclub? <laughs> there is no mention of where this church is, even though they attend it. 
And, and by the way, this is totally a set. Yeah, it has to be. As a matter of fact, the internet wants to point out how the two doors with uh, closing, uh, you know, those two archways with closing doors, you couldn't have two of them side by side into the dining room and the foyer because they would bonk. There's just not, you know, it's a movie set. There's not physics enough to make it happen. Well, I love all the props behind here. I mean, I know we're watching a movie, but it's, this house is pretty hoarderish. There's a lot of stuff on it. Yes. That's it. That's all I got. He goes, facts and figures. What's the property worth where we are now? Oh, let's see. Is it $40,000? I know the figure has a four in it. <laughs> What's the new piece of property going to cost you? Oh. I think the figure I heard mentioned was $85,000. Or was it 185? Oh, it 185. Ooh. Uh, Dr. Lloyd. But listen, listen. Someday we'll all have to answer to God. Shall indeed. Listen, listen. Well, I hope God doesn't ask you any questions with figures in them. <laughs> Isn't that good? Did you hear him? Yeah. I hope God doesn't ask you any questions with figures in them. He, <laughs> he's, he's happy to respond. He's like, zing. I'm going yeah. to step aside and appreciate my zing. Now, look, they're so happy to see each other. They don't even know each yeah, other. I know. It's been 10 minutes. Now they will have their first moment together in which they're going to do a horrible music duet. She's good. She plays the piano. He is horrible on the, on the violin. Oh, God, good. We get to see him in action. And yeah. Zazu Pitts has a hat, carrying a hat. Uh, Just like in Breakfast in Hollywood, right? Yeah, right. She was obsessed by a hat. This so she was in the... She was in the first France, uh, Francis movie, but we saw in Francis Joins the Wax. In 1924, she was in some field of silent film called Greed, and that was a big break for That's her. That's a great movie, San Francisco movie. That's a, yeah, it was like six hours long, and they wow. must have to restore it, and uh, has one of the greatest endings ever. In fact, Johnny Toe in Drug War, this Hong Kong movie, he rips off the ending. I watched ah. this ending, I go, that's straight out of Greed. Sure enough, it was like, you know, a very stylized take. But yeah, yeah, great movie. She's okay, good. now, now, Vinny has not told Claire that they're staying. They're staying with them. And he's going to freak out. Now, how long are you going to be in New York, Cora? All week. <laughs> Splendid. We'd hope to see something of you. When you well, I think you will. Cora, uh, did you find anything you wanted in the shop? Oh, I can't wait to show you. Oh, but I'm afraid some of these packages can't be opened in front of Cousin Claire. Oh! Shall I leave the room? Oh, Clarence, would you take the package in the hall? Watch this. Watch his face. should I say your room? Wasn't it nice of Clarence to give up his room to us for a whole week? Cora, come on, I just can't wait to see what's in those packages. Look at his face. Yeah, look at him. Uh, Vinny, I, I would like to speak with you. Down in just a minute, Claire. I wish to speak to you now. I'll be up in just a minute, Cora. It's all right, Vinny. Come along, Mary. Are those two women encamped in our house? Encamped. Answer me, Vinny. Answer me. Just a minute, Clarence. Close the double doors. It doesn't close properly. Yeah, it does. 
It has the Star Trek sound effect. Right. What has that to do with her planking herself down in my house and bringing hordes of strangers with her? Hordes of strangers. Girl, a horde of strangers. Why don't they go to a hotel? New York is yes, built for the express purpose of housing such nuisances. Nuisances. Now she's like, you know, two women in a hotel. Who knows what would happen? These yeah, gypsies. <laughs> York Motel off of uh, right before the right. Uh, the I guess that must have changed its name years ago. That was the slimiest place, and Tom Kroll frequented that joint because it was slimy. But did he bring a date, as it were? Yes, as one does. Yes, he did. In '82, we drove to the Lincoln Tunnel, and there was the York Motel, and they had a sign that said "ET: Reach out and touch someone here." <laughs> They always had perverted little slogans like that, yeah. and it would be a thing to see what was the most recent one. That was not appreciated by locals, but it was to the Manhattan traffic going in, not to the town. Right. No, no. It was obviously like the motel right outside before you go into to New York City. Zazu's last role ever was Mad, Mad, Mad World. Yeah, you know, now that I'm more familiar with her, I should rewatch the movie and find her spot because I'm she sure I know the character. Gertie the switchboard operator. Right, yep, know it, absolutely. Now he okay, looks yeah. at Vinny's picture and like falls in love with her again. But all of a sudden he can play piano. Do, 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 a little bit of heart and soul. You know, it's got heart and soul. Oh. What else? Chopsticks? Are you doing the, the plink, plink, plink? Din, din, yeah, the plink, 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 plink. You only need two fingers. So he's like, Father, I need a new suit. Because his suit, it's ripped and fraying, you know? Yeah. He goes, they're going to Delmonico's Steakhouse. And... He, no, he's learning. We're going to Delmonico's Steakhouse. God, I won't have it. I won't have people arrange my life for me. He's really pissed. He's pissed they're going to a steakhouse? Well, he doesn't like that. He didn't make the arrangement. Someone made the arrangement for him. I'm not your property. He is. What is up with this guy? Like, sure. We I am love not permitted to have dinner in my own house. Carl, I would give anything to go back in time and have an 1880 New York City steakhouse. Look, I got to tell you, Mike, you're hating this guy. But if you were seeing the movie without us, he, yeah. the director and writer make it equally. He's a piece of shit, but he's not a piece of shit because he is dumb in a way. She, she goes, I could live here forever. And he goes, She looks great. Well, I mean, she's 14, and I don't really have an opinion. She looks great, Michael. Now, so was, yeah. it's their time to you. have a moment. Finally. Yeah, usually you have to leave your house to pick up women. Well, he won't literally lift her. Oh. Look how that it lifts her Uh, let's listen for uh, 
They're dumb talk. It's the writer's good because it's all awkward. It's an interesting thing about colors. Red's a nice color, yeah. too, but outside, too much red would be bad. I mean, for instance, if all the trees are red, dude. outside, green's the best color. That's right. <laughs> but when you think about it, quite a thought. I bet you make your mark at Yale. My mother wants me to go to school. Do you believe in girls? Wait, women go to college? Well, do you believe in it? If he says, if they want to waste time before they get married. <laughs> the opposite now, man. Find yourself a college woman. John enjoys the youth. Now here comes his pain in the ass brother. We're having a moment. Come on, third wheel. He just right. wants to read the afternoon newspaper. It tells all about connecting batteries in theory, John. <laughs> And I were talking. Well, that's all right. You won't bother me. <laughs> Jiminy, that's where I made my mistake. I didn't mix enough blue vitriol. Huh. Huh. Goodness. Just like father. Can you play that? Can you play Sweet Genevieve? He can't play anything, Mike. It's horrible. Horrible. Do you know your monkey has his penis in my drink? <laughs> your organ monkey? No. I'm no. sorry. Monkey, come here. Monkey! No, but if you hum a few bars, I'll fix yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, it can't be the wrong tune. It can't be the wrong tune. We sing it in church. We don't sing it that way in the Methodist church. Methodist? Uh oh. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. If you're a Methodist, anybody's got a right to be anything they want, but what I mean is, we're Episcopalian. So we can't get married. I heard she was very difficult on the set, Elizabeth Taylor, because she nope. was a Methodist. She was a Methodist actor. <laughs> yeah, she was a character the whole time. <laughs> you see, she got to be trouble and stuff when she became one of the best-paid actresses. Let me just pull it up here. Sure. Um, now, I did not research her whole life. Just when she was oh, around, it's Elizabeth Taylor. There's so much. She's lived a hundred lives. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. You could pick any um, moment. Like, she was married to this producer, Mike Todd, who died in a plane crash. Mm -hmm. Right? She hooked up with Eddie Fisher. Uh, the, my favorite story is 9-11. Her, Michael Jackson, and Marlon Brando were in a car driving into New York uh, during 9-11. But they weren't alive. <laughs> they were all alive in 2001. Well, actually, yes. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor died Mar Okay, so 2011. So tell me the story. They were stuck in a car together when, in 9-11. Really? So you had a car with Michael Jackson, Marlon Brando, and Elizabeth Taylor. What brought them together? Some Probably everything. I don't know. There, there must be friends, genuine friends. I mean, one's crazy, one's an icon, and one's, they're all three icons. They must have met yeah. at the icon club or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Clarence, if you're coming with us to Delmonico's, you'd better get dressed. See, the thing is, he f explodes and freaks out. And then in the end, Vinny, you know, everything's cool. He's going to Delmonico's. He's going to pay for everything. Now, look, see how the director will make us like him now. Oh, he's, he's, he's observant to it. Because he's totally in love with her. Life with Fada. Now, this is really Delmonico's. 
and it's very famous. Um, did a bunch of stuff. Here it is. Eggs Benedict. Baked Ooh. Alaska. Ah. Now, there's a woman in the crowd who later becomes a star. It's kind of not important. I have it written down if you care. Uh, Arlene Dahl is some yeah, big name. name. And I can tell you be- this. In the movie Caddyshack, when they're at the restaurant, you could see a woman doing coke at one of the tables. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's something to look for maybe in this movie. Now, in this scene is the big scene in which we learn that he has never been baptized. No, never took a dunk. Yeah. Were you a Methodist? You were a dunkless donut? Listen, this is important to our plot. I don't believe I was ever baptized at all. That's not very funny, joking about a subject like that. I'm not joking. I remember now, I never was baptized. Claire, that's ridiculous. Everybody's baptized. What? I'm not. No one would keep a little baby from being baptized. Are you no father of mine? My parents were free thinkers. They felt that children should decide those things for themselves. But Claire. I remember when I was... Uh, Look at Irene. 12 years she old. She is the star of our movie. It's all about her journey. I never got around to having yeah. it done for me. Claire, do you know what you're saying? Yes, I'm saying I've never been baptized. Something's got to be done about it right away. I'm saying it that way. Really, don't get excited over nothing. I haven't nothing. Ever told me. Nothing. What difference is it make? I've never heard of anyone who wasn't baptized. Even the savages oh. in darkest Africa. <laughs> it's all right for savages and children. But if an oversight was made in my case, it's too late to correct it now. Oh, Oh, the devil, I say. You hear God is, yeah. Okay, so that is sort of like the late, late, late in our film inciting incident. The rest of this film is going to be a struggle to get him to be baptized. Oh, so so Vivian is going to be like, you really should. Vinny. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe it's Vivian and Vinny is short, but she's Vinny. Go ahead. Well, she thinks that you won't go to heaven, of course. Right. But you just, listen, I know how you do it. You go to Central Park. You go, oh, Father, I dropped something in that pond over there. Do you mind walking into the lake? No, it has to be holy water. Oh, really? Yes. Wait, how much holy water? Isn't it expensive? No, you go to a pool of water and the priest blesses it. Holy water. Ooh, holy water. So you could do like a swimming pool as long as the priest blesses it. Production uh, costs are very low. You just bless it and it's blessed. I mean, John the Baptist did it in a river. That's a lot of power. Do you need like a rabbi to put some kosher salt in there? (laughs) Okay, now they overheard through the gate and it's like, is father going to hell because he's never been baptized? (laughs) Go to sleep. Go to sleep, you assholes. His father hasn't been baptized. He hasn't any name. Oh, Carl, it's baptized. He hasn't any name. You're right. I don't know if we're married. We're not even married. This is a huge crisis. This guy did not go through a rite of passage, which you are required to have. 
Okay, so now they're in church, and Father refuses to kneel in church. He never will kneel. Now well, that's bullshit. What's that have to do with anything? <laughs> what it has to do is he, instead of buying Clarence a new suit because he's so cheap, he gave Clarence one of his old suits. Now we'll have the only plot point that I'm not a fan of in this movie at all, and that is that whenever he's wearing his father's clothes, he he acts like his father. It doesn't make right. any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It just gives him an excuse to be an asshole. <laughs> it's not me, Carl. It's my father's suit. Well, in the movie, they play it like it's real, like it's metaphysical. He goes, Mom says kneel. Tell her I can't. It's my he suit. He can't. My suit won't let me. He says he can't. Now... Santa Claus is going to go on about how if somebody's never been baptized, they go to hell. And it's just because Vinny whispered in his ear that Mr. Day has never been baptized. He gads! You know, the censors, yeah, he, he says all the time, oh, gad. But in the play and in the book, he said, oh, God. But the censors were like, nope, nope. And at the end of the movie, he's supposed, in the end of the play, he says, I'm going to be baptized, damn it. Or no, just damn. I, right. I'm going to be baptized, damn. Baptized, damn it. Right. And they cut that, too. Oh, Gad, I've heard, oh, gosh. I've heard, oh, golly, which is racist. Uh, I've heard. Is it? What is the Gollywog. story? Is, is the Gollywog is this Dutch doll, like uh, kind of black-faced doll. So, it's, uh, uh, but whatever. This is it's all based on the Jiminy Cricket school of not saying Jesus or God's name, right? Gosh, G, mm -hmm. uh, Jiminy Cricket, uh, Jeebus. Uh, what else? G, G's. Now he's clearly talking right to Mister Powell. I was not going to take that shit. Right, that's right. He's like, "What's the fellow up to?" Doesn't tell he father realize shush. I am, tell I'm, father shush. Guys. You shush. Um, Mom says, right, watch his face looking at Minnie, Vinny. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. You're going to hell. <laughs> this is what I need in a movie. Going to church 40 minutes in. He paid $5,000 for that pew. He's not going to miss church. A lot of money. Yeah, especially then. Listen, I got some uh, adjusting for inflation numbers that are crazy. Yeah, please. So $5,000 in the 1880s would be... $160,000. Now, he's a rich stockbroker. He can do it. And it might have been financed, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. Now, when he comes out, see, they're talking about his baptism. Thank you, director, writer. It's so obvious. When um, he comes out, watch him not make eye contact with uh, the reverend. Let me cool. see. What is he? If he? Is he a reverend? Well, I'm sure everyone likes uh, Yeah, Reverend Dr. Lloyd. Now, watch. Huh. 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 
Guess he's not reverent. It's not reverent to this conversation. It's not relevant. It's not very reverent of he. Yeah, relevant. Clara, did you say something to Doctor Lloyd? I merely mentioned that you're going to hell because you're not baptized. <laughs> baptized. Oh, is this Godfather too? The guy's gonna pick up an apple in the background. <laughs> Yes, they don't have a family car, so they all have to walk. Well, they often take the train. One thing he hates is a taxi. He will not pay for well, a he's taxi. He's going to be baptized, Cora. You mark my words. Everything is going to be about baptized. Baptized. I get lonesome for him even when I go to Ohio. Softly hard on a woman to love a man like. Plus, he's not circumcised, Carl. That's that's the okay, sequel. Okay. They take every. He is not circumcised in 1947. No. You know. I don't believe Claire's come right out and told me he loves me since we've been married. Okay, you hear that? He does because yeah. He hasn't said I love you since, you know, they were married. Later in the film, he's just going to casually, you know, say he loves her. And she's going to cry. He doesn't even know he never says it. I thought it was assumed. Well, he they don't discuss it. I get you. Okay, so Vinny... The role of Vinny, she didn't want to take it. The director begged her and begged her and begged her until she finally took it. The thing is, years later, she said she considered that uh, Vinny was rattle-brained, and she just didn't like playing that kind of a woman. But they right. begged her. Now, Betty Davis tried out for this. She didn't get it. But Myrna Loy... Uh, wait a minute. Uh Okay, Mayor, yeah, Myrna Loy also tried out, but Mary Pickford was in 20 years of retirement. I mean, she was Hollywood's sweetheart, if you know that sure. name, Mary Pickford. She lobbied and lobbied and lobbied to get this part, and they just didn't get it. give it to her. Um, the story, studio worried about her box office popularity after a 13-year absence from the screen. Ugh. That was really why. It would have been cool than like returning after 13 years. Or they could have hyped it, right? What about like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, didn't matter back as a bunch of pricks. <laughs> <laughs> now, Irene Dunn was a big. I, she, in 1947, that year or a couple years around it, she was a huge star. As a matter of fact, this thing's uh, at Radio City Music Hall. They would rotate every week, uh, every day, you know, William um, Powell being on the top billing and Irene being on the top billing. Nice. So he's like, why didn't you kneel in church? Because of Father's suit. You know what happened at Dura Wakefield's party for Mary last night? We were playing musical chairs and some girl sat down suddenly right on my lap where I jumped up so fast she almost got hurt. <laughs> she was sitting on Father's trousers. Oh, Mother, I've got to have a suit of my own. So I don't appreciate this plot point because it doesn't seem understandable. Like he's so psychologically oppressed over his father's wishes that he won't be sexual with a girl. I, it, I don't, I don't get it. No, during that catty game of musical chairs. Yes, and there will be another time in which, um, according to the like tenor and candor of the day, the zeitgeist of the times, Liz Taylor will get on his lap. It'll be like, my goodness, it, it, it's such a forward move. 
Because yeah. this whole time she's this nice girl, you see. Want to see me? I did. We don't. We know very little about her. She just moved in. Look, I'm saying her behavior. Right. Well, yes, we know a little about her. We find out. Living room till dinner's ready. Not on the best sofa. Whoa. Hello, only kid who has real. Ever been out on our porch? Real red hair. Let me show you to the porch means let's have some alone time. Oh my God! What a porch! Yeah, this is Jeez. the courtyard in the center of the brownstone. So, but are there other brownstones that share it? Yes, the other two, and uh, walls. Gotcha. They get two walls, and the other apartment gets two walls, and so they're in a courtyard in the center. Goes up to the sky, the length of the building. So now it's like, will you write me when you get home? And she's like, well, you write me if you write me first. And he goes, well, why should I write you? You'll have something to write about. And he's like talking like his dad. I'll have no nonsense. You'll write me and you'll do it the first thing. I'll show you. First letter, how much you like oatmeal. Give me your right. hand, confound it. Confound it? That's language. E-gads. Yes, right. What do you think? Oh, God! I was just thinking. There is no God! It's my writing. Oh, no, there is. Are you one of those atheists? Of course I like you. I like you better than any girl. You know, when it comes to the movie Frozen, I don't like Olaf. But yeah? Like Let it go, go Mike. Well, I don't see how one thing's got anything to do with the other. But a girl can't write. A girl first. can't write first because she's a girl. But she's a girl, right? Well, that's right, nice. yeah. A girl has something to write about, and a fellow hasn't. There's no reason why she shouldn't write right. first. Puppycock. You know, the first few days I was here, you do anything. Just kiss. Then you changed. You used to be a lot of fun. Then all of a sudden, you turned into an old sober side. Yeah, it's your suit. Why, why you even dress like an old sober? I once watched a Frozen cartoon, and they didn't have Olaf. I'm like, there is no God. <laughs> just happened to remember something. What? Oh, I know. I'm wearing my dad's suit. Mary, please. But Clarence, now, we'll what? see each other in a month when I come back. This is where the lap goes. Look at this. It's like inappropriate for the time. Show me how much you like. Does he tip? Please. <laughs> I'll show you how much I like you. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Get up. Get up. Oh, no. oh, Mary, don't do that. Please don't do that. So now we have their first like fight or incident or something. No, it's, been 90, it's been 57 minutes. Right, exactly. You know it's coming. The honeymoon's over. So that's basically what it's going to be. He's going to run away. So he's going to go after her, but his father is going to catch him. And they're going to have a talk about women. And it's really funny, man. Now, it's funny because he's such a dope. He's so, like, in his own bubble and has all these misconceptions. But it makes perfect sense to him, you know? Yeah. Now, look, she's going through crying. Clarence? Clarence! Clarence! Junior. Father? 
That young lady's crying. She's in tears. What's the meaning of this? Yes. yes. Oh. Sorry, Father. It's all my fault. Nonsense. What's that girl trying to do to you? <laughs> well, no, no, she wasn't. It was... I... I... Well, whatever the quarrel was about, Clarence, I'm glad you held your own. Yes. Very proud. Father, well, I have thanks. to have a new of clothes. You've got to give me the money for it. Oh, God! Young man, do you realize that you're addressing your father? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Now, I know that when they were little, there were spanks. Because when he goes, you're addressing your father. The way they, it's not just the culture. There's a reason they like, I, I'm against it, by the way. I don't think that's the way you earn respect. It's not earned. It's fear driven, not. Right. But anyway, I'm sure that's what happened. Is he going to whop him now? No, no. He's realizing that Clarence is old enough to like girls. So they're going to have. Old clothes. I might have known if you were going to college this fall. Yes, you're at the age when you'll be meeting girls. <laughs> Good one, Dad. Hans, there are Glad you're on the ball. I think you you're know. my favorite parent. Vinny's all is, like, gotta wear protection. Right, well, that's what Clarence wants to know, but he'll get none of it. Instead, he'll get a condescending, not to him, talk about how women are crazy. They have no logic and you have to hold your own. It's it's really funny because it's so ignorant. Clarence? Clarence? Clarence. After the speech, he's like, I'm going to write a book about my father. That's right. Fucked up shit, he told me. And they'll make a play and then a film. I don't know if I would watch this as a play. Uh, I, I maybe. And he takes thinking. I think he's into the church scene. Now, in the play, the guy who wrote it, um, his name was Howard Lindsay and well, and Russell Krauss. But Howard Lindsay played the father in the play. This play was a huge hit, man. It ran. It was the longest running Broadway play until Fiddler on the Roof beat it. But. Wow. Eight years it ran. Eight years on Broadway. That is incredible. That's a long run. So they thought, I mean, William uh, William Powell was so different from uh, Howard Lindsay that they thought he couldn't pull it off. You know, but he lobbied hard. He even went to MGM, his own movie studio, and said, buy the rights to this because Warner Brothers is going to do it. And they thought it was too expensive, and they were right. I'll tell you why. But they loaned, MGM loaned him to Warner Brothers to do wow. this film because he was, loved this film, this play. Right, because he had the studio system where it was basically you had your cabal of actors and directors and such. Right. And when you got to the level of star power and you could make your own, they would loan you out and stuff to keep you or not have you upset. Right, um, yeah, yeah. Now, the playwrights were on the set the whole time and had veto power over everything. So was the widow of Clarence Day Jr. So was the widow of Clarence Day Jr. who wrote the book. They had First, they had the script, the guy who wrote the script from, he said it was easy to do because the play pretty much wrote it for him. Right. But they had veto power over that and they had veto power over the set and they all three used it. 
Okay, now, he didn't get the sex talk he wanted, so listen. But father. Yes, Clarence? I thought you were going to tell me about... About what? About women. Clarence? Clarence, there are some things gentlemen don't discuss. Whoa. All you need to know. The thing for you to remember is be firm. Uh-huh. That's what he said. <laughs> is pee-pee? Now, the thing is, like... Gentlemen don't discuss it, but right. father right. and a son are having a private non-gentleman moment in which, look at her, hmm. Hmm. she's snooty, and he deserves it. He, she, she exposed herself, opened her heart, and, and was vulnerable. She got right. on his lap and was ready for, but, she, but he criticized her and hurt her. Now, when you get home, Now, this is really great. We didn't have the sound up, but he gave Vinny $6 for a coffee pot. $6 oh, for a coffee pot. And she Jesus charged Christ. it. What did she do with the six bucks? It was only five, too. Yeah. What happened no, to the I extra buck? No, but it, it's, it's $11 now because she charged it and took six bucks from him. Now she will twist it all around. Six dollars to buy a new coffee pot. Yes, because you broke the old one. You threw it right on the floor. Whoa! I talking about that. Now I find her. Well, I told you to switch to decaf. Claire, <laughs> imported from France, and that little shop is. Why did you throw the coffee pot on the floor? That's uh, not what we're discussing. Because you're always voting to raise the tariff. Tariff protects America against cheap foreign labor. Now this tariff does nothing but put up the prices. And that's hard on everybody, especially the farmers. Benny, I wish to heaven you wouldn't talk about matters you don't know anything about. How <laughs> <Well, laughs> dare you? The thing is, Mike, this started with, what did you do with the $6? And now she's got him all flustered into this whole other conversation. Is there another female gabble about the events of the day? Listen mm -hmm. to me if you want to know anything mm -hmm. about the events of the day. But you get so excited, Claire. Right. And besides, Miss Bulick says that our president, whom you're always belittling, prays to God for guidance. Vinny, what happened to that six dollars? Good. $6. To the yeah. point. What six dollars? I gave you six dollars to buy a new coffee pot. Now I find that you apparently got one of you was in Congress and charged it. Here's the bill. One coffee pot, five dollars. I've saved you, you a dollar! And you can hand it right over. I'll do nothing of the kind. What did you do with that six dollars? With oh, the cash? I can't tell you now, dear. It's a lot of money to be walking around New York City. Well, it is. Uh, let's go back to that. Um, Yo, you got the chart. Yeah, fifth. Okay. This is. Okay, four dollars and fifty cents, this umbrella, was 145 bucks. Wait, um, how much was the coffee pot then? The coffee pot was six dollars, so that's over. Maybe that's two hundred. I would have to divide fourteen dot five into four dot five. I'm not doing that. Um, fifteen dollar dog, which will show up later, was four hundred and eighty dollars. A two dollar per hour taxi is sixty four dollars an hour. Does that sound right? No. Well, no, no, don't forget, like, taxis are a novelty back then. It was a horse and a carriage, right? Yes, but there was a 
sort of bus thing out front a horse and a right. trolley would go all the time and it was like a couple pennies it i'm just a like they they priced out uh people with the taxis so 64 dollars actually it, maybe it's okay the one they get is for his baptism so it's super fancy so maybe maybe it was like a limo kind of situation now she's going to cry. Pacing up and down those stairs all day <coughs> long, trying to look at hey, you. I like how the director does that. Like, you're in a shitty, boring room, and he has this nice little pan as she walks. Yeah. This guy knew his shit. 142 Hollywood films this guy made. Jesus. Yeah. Like I mean, that's it. That's right. He had one with Tony Randall called The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, but he did an Elvis film, too. Oh, King I know. Creole. I think King Creole. That's right. I knew that. He kicks ass, this guy. Yankee Doodle Dandy with James Cagney. Great. This guy was a superstar, man. He was from Czechoslovakia, but but he didn't have any problem with, uh, you know, he had directed 62 films in Czechoslovakia before he came to Hollywood. Oh. But he had no problem with just... He knew what a public wanted. It didn't matter that he wasn't part right. of American public. He knew what people wanted. Let's see this here. Any name. We want That's Clarence right. Day pontificating. Checks good. You yeah. have to be baptized right baptized away. Baptized again. The bank doesn't care whether I've been baptized or not. Well, I care. <laughs> and no matter what Dr. Lloyd said, I'm not sure we're really married. Vinny, we have four children. If we're not married now, we never will be. There, Dr. Lloyd said this morning. Well, that's all, Vinny. Oh, that's uh, all, Vinny. Better go tell Whitney to watch for the cab. Not before you give me that dollar and a half. What dollar and a half? The dollar and a half you owe me. I don't owe you any dollar and a half. I gave you money to buy a coffee pot for me, and somehow <laughs> it turned into an umbrella for you. Well, Clarence, <laughs> what right. man are you? Is it the coffee maker back then? He, I don't know the answer. Probably not. It was probably hot. Uh, there might have been percolators in 1947. Yeah. yeah. Because you got to brew it. Look, well, what about she, cowboys, right? She got her money. You see, it doesn't make sense. She spent 11 bucks. She, she, then she tricked him into thinking that the 450 that she paid for the umbrella means that she was owed change for $6. It doesn't make any sense but he falls for it it happens throughout the whole film and that's why irene's the star like clara aunt clara's not staying here you know then right. they stay we're not going to delmonico's then they go where you know, right i'm not being baptized you'll see he is gonna get baptized oh yeah at the church or like they're gonna throw water on him and be like there you go fucker we don't see the baptism we see the baptismism we see irene dunn's victory over her husband we see Vinny winning when she puts him in the cab going uptown to be baptized and every time i hear you say irene dunn i always think of irene cara the singer who did fame that's way recently yeah she's gonna live forever well, I have bad news, Carl. 
Oh, she's dead. Irene Dunn died in 1990. She starred in 42 movies. Uh, she was nominated for Academy Awards. She didn't win them. She was paired with Cary Grant three times. The First Lady of Hollywood was her nickname. She was a board member of Technicolor. She was California Arts of Commissioner, uh, or on the commission. But check this out. She had a papal knighthood. She was the dame of the Order of the Holy Scepter. Mm -hmm. Holy Scepter, Batman. Holy Scepter. Now we missed it. She goes to the little one. Were you good? And he goes, no. <laughs> now, Always angry. He's like, they're back. Lock the door. When he finds out that they're not staying, you see his attitude and mood change. He's so happy. Harry, you're going to write to me, aren't you? No. Are going to write first? No, Mary. There are times when a man must be firm. Mary, Mother says you better hurry out before Father starts yelling. It's Sunday. Goodbye, John. It's certainly been nice meeting you. What? <laughs> Way to use the other brother. Can I help you? No, thank you. I hate you. that. Yeah, right. Don't get the other sibling involved. Okay. Goodbye, Mary. Goodbye. Goodbye. Look at that taxi driver. Yeah, it'd be easier if we take Fifth Street. You think they hop in the taxi and they go, excuse me, can we go through the park instead? Now, which what Clarence does immediately? Clarence Jr. Yeah, he writes her. He, Dear Mary. All right? Dear Mary. Yes, you're right. Uh, like today, we would be going through Central Park on those little click clack machines. Yeah, the click clackers. But you know, every time you hop in a taxi, they, they go, uh, you know, I'd rather you go this way or you give them like alternative directions in right. New York. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're on Waze or something. Right. Okay, this is a burglar alarm because he tools around with uh, um, electronics. Not him, but the John Day. And he's now going to get his son crazy because dad's going to hell because he's never been baptized. He's really torturing his, his brother. Which, which brother? The, this guy right here? Yeah, he's torturing his little brother. He's the oh, only one right with natural on. red hair. Oh, yeah. He likes it yeah. that his brother's crying. Oh, he's saying that our pop is going to hell. Yeah. What's the meaning of this noise? Oh, what's what's going on in our courtyard? Balls. Joyous and conscious. Now we learn that Vinny's not feeling well. She's is upstairs. She is not pregnant. She's had four kids. I think she's got. She better. He better turn off the spigot. I don't know. Maybe they'll get like a brunette next time. Now, Vinny is upstairs sick, and oh, it's upsetting, Mister Day. Uh, he wants her. He it does. He loves her, and he wants her down here. But he's very selfish. Okay, now he's going to open a letter for just to uh, Clarence Day. So he's reading Mary's letter to the son by mistake. What is this? This woman says I sat on her lap. She sat on my lap. Ridiculous. 
Wait, that's a letter from... This at all. It's from Mary. A letter from some woman I never even heard of. Wait a minute. How many days have passed? Oh, God! Yeah, like, like yeah. a bunch, like a, a week or something. This woman claims that she sat on my lap. Oh! And that I didn't like it. Oh, God! That word. Oh, oh that's uh, there. Looks like curiosity. Opened your letter as a matter of curiosity. Huh. Yes, go on. Why, this gets worse and this worse. It gets worse and worse! Cool, look how she wrote it. She folded the piece of She made a zine. She folded the piece of paper in half. Now, this is late into the correspondence because he wrote her first. Right. Why did he think it was for him? Because it said Clarence on it? It didn't say junior or senior. But you see how he's oblivious. He yeah. can't put two and two together that that's a Mary's letter to his kid. I mean. Hmm. So now it's like. Irene Dunn gets very frustrated with him because he's like saying, just feel better. It's so stupid. Grown and swearing up. Well, that's to prove to the headache that I'm stronger than it is. I think I've caught some kind of germ. Some of my friends have had to send for the doctor. The doctor? Oh, what do the doctors know? Claire, dear, when people are ill, you have to do something. Certainly you have to do something. Cheer them up. That's Cheer them up! How would you go about cheering them up? I? Well, I tell them, bah. I don't know, throw a baptizement. <laughs> yeah, baptize. What have I done now? Yeah, she's yeah. like, get out of this house, go to your office. That's I'm what done. She literally says. She says, I'm done. Yeah. I read done. I'm <laughs> done. I get it. Ooh, good one, Mike. I guess. This is the quality of entertainment you get while watching a two-hour movie with us. <laughs> Sorry, gang. Now, look, John gets an opportunity to see what his love wrote him. Okay, by the way, Clarence Father Sr., his father's name was Benjamin Harry Day. And in 1883, he founded the New York Sun, which went on to be... Double big... Day. Yeah. Is that uh, where Double Day comes from? I do not know. The New York Sun, Double Day, like uh, Benjamin like the Henry publishing. Day. I don't know. That's a great question. Um... I told you about their veto. Okay, check out this deal. Jack Warner confirmed he had bought the movie rights in 1944, three years before this movie was released. He paid 500 grand for it, and they offered them 50% of the profits. This was a record amount at the time. And you might right. think that was a bad movie choice. And it was, but the film earned... Think about this. It's 1947. It earned $1,398. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. $5 in the States, $1.3 in other markets for a total of $4.55 million off of a production budget of like $500,000. So That's they great. spent approximately $100,000 and got $6.4 million. But no one dealt with the copyright, so no one makes any money off of it. I guess theatrically. <laughs> he absolutely made his money off of this. But then, yeah, he probably found out he was screwed. What do you think's uh, in that snake oil? 
Okay, they have a business opportunity to have jobs as salespeople for snake oil. What does it cure? He lists everything, back pain, yeah. nausea, everything you can think of. So then he says, let's give a little to mom. In order for his mother's feeling sick, she has what he calls women's complaints, which was an ingredient. So they're going to give a little medicine in there to make her better. And then when they go to sell it, they can say, it cured my mother. It cured my mom. Yeah. Mother improved. She did. Yeah, she mother improved. Hey, it says here it's good. She did. For she women. improved after taking it. Yeah. Her health got better. Kid tested. Mother approved. Kid tested. What is that? Trident? Yes, sir. Just speaking of uh, Kicks uh, breakfast cereal. Oh, okay. Now, here we are at the stockbroker office, and son is going to come home saying, mom is really taking a turn for the worst. I mean, it's like she's going to die or something. And it's because is of that, that crap medicine. What? It's because of crap medicine. Yeah. It's probably something like heroin or cocaine, you know, something like that sure. sounds like, oh, that'd be good. It would make her feel good. But like if you give her too much or whatever. People, like, snakes are toxic, man. You shouldn't really be drinking snake oil for that reason. <laughs> snakes are, like, rattle. Oh, this is rattlesnake oil! Are you trying to oh. kill me? You trying to kill me? <laughs> A placebo, sure, but rattlesnake poison? <laughs> oh, <man>. Copperhead! <laughs> Look at this hustle and bustle of the New York Stock Exchange. Now, what he uh, did is he said... Well, Go get me a cab. And they're like, for you, Mr. Day? They're all shocked because his wife yeah. is sick. Come on, let's yeah, go. Sure. Let's go. Let's... Now, listen, even the horse will listen to him. Yeah. Do you mind turning the game down? I, listen, I don't want to listen to your talk radio. Do you mind turning down? What game? Hey, like on the radio? Yeah, in the taxi. Marconi doesn't even, like know a thing about uh, i don't know there's no radios marconi just discovered well well how is she where are you going she's a pretty she's, sick woman yeah i'll yeah. say she's totally radical <laughs> she's sick man did she have breakfast no she refused huh must be the snake oil Violent attacks of nausea. It's like she has been poisoned. Poisoned? He says, I'll be back in 15 minutes and it'll take him a lot longer than that. And Mr. Day will be pissed. You get her well right away, you hear me? I love they have that brick on the sidewalk as kind of like a welcome to the Day family. Right? You trip over it every fucking time. <laughs> Tell me about it next time, because I don't think I ever saw sure. it. Well, in the opening scene, it said Clarence Day on a brick that was on the oh. sidewalk. And we just saw it again, so it must have been like an outside sign. But on the other hand, it's a, literally a brick on top of the sidewalk. So somebody could trip. It, yeah, trip. Okay, so... The original play was the longest-running Broadway non-musical ever. Non-musical, it says. Non-musical, 39 yeah. through 47. It, it ended the year this movie came out. Uh, I already told you this. Uh, okay, the premiere was in 1947, August 14th. The premiere was in 
Schoegan, Maine, of all weird places, because that's where the play had its initial first performance. So as tribute to the play, which everybody knew the play, and it wasn't on Broadway, they opened it at that theater. So this is like a big pop culture phenomenon. Yeah. And to the Mm -hmm. point where they did this promotion, where they, they premiered it, where the play came from. Right, exactly. Neat. Uh, mini radio helicopter <laughs> flying over Frisco. Am I too late for the comedy festival? God damn it! I think this air is after the fest. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Ever since the pandemic, ladies and gentlemen, we've been recording. Uh, you know, like a two weeks early or something. But uh, but I'm just kidding. We're in studio. We're in the studio. Well, we were present for the Comedy Festival 2022. I was there, and we did a bunch of shows. Yes. You had me hold my phone so we can get the steam yard going? You, we even were there for Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020, the very second the pandemic really That's broke right. out. It was March 3rd or something like that, the festival. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was fun. That was a fun time. We couldn't make it this year, but next year. Yeah, we couldn't make it this year, but next year. Um, Delmonico's was real. I told you about that. Yeah. Gosh, I'm running out of things to tell you. I guess I just have cast member stuff now. Well, I wonder, like, was there sequels? Do you think they made a sequel to the movie or to the play? No. No, no, no. no. This was, like, a real-life person... His father was a big deal. He was a rich man in the stock market. His son went on to be a columnist for New Yorker. and um, right. right. So he uh, was a known, it's not like Life with Father 2, like, like Bedtime for Bonzo had a sequel. This one sure. really couldn't unless it was, you know. The Further Adventures or maybe right. like. Life and he was Bonzo. dead by 1947, the guy who wrote this. That's why the the widow is there. Exactly right. So he's uh, like, uh, it's uh, so uh, boring uh, without her. She's upstairs sick right now, and he is bored. There you go. Boring. Wait, are you saying, is that Alfred Hitchcock? Well, I was just, I, when we saw his silhouette in the beginning, I thought, immediately thought of Alfred Hitchcock Presents when he walks in with silhouette. Okay, now I've spared you this throughout the film. He's hated this rubber plant. Where did this monstrosity enter my house? So now he's pissed at it. It's been a recurring theme that we've missed every single time. But here, right. the director has him give it water. See, that's the thing. He's always a jerk, jerk, jerk. But at the same time, he's a great dad and a great husband and so you've seen this movie several times and sometimes we miss details so you were probably like oops there goes another rubber tree plant (laughs) okay now by mistake the burglar alarm will go off that they everybody's sending for the doctors Ah, only make you feel worse see what's on the apple poppycock watch some apple Ah. tv what is that who's ringing that bell um, no one. Are the cops going to show up? What idiot's ringing that bell? Oh. Mr. D. 
You must all be quiet. Mrs. Day's really ill. I know she's ill. Go up and see if she needs anything. What are you doing out of the house? Send for the minister. The minister? He's a reverend, according to my research. There he Santa. is. Santa. Did you get my letter, Santa? Did you get my letter? I was deeply shocked to learn the serious nature of Mrs. Day's illness. Will you take me up to her? She's resting now. She can't be disturbed. Doctor will be back in a minute. Hmm. Mrs. Day has been a tower of strength in the parish. Everyone now, liked her. For some so reason, much. he's Day talking about her like she's mind. dead. I wish to heaven you wouldn't sure. talk about Mrs. Day as if she were dead. Called out. Is the doctor back yet? Oh, does she need him? Well, she's kind of restless. She's talking in her sleep and twisting and turning. Huh. Oh, God! Oh, jeez. That was not God. fucking 15 minutes, Doctor! God damn it. Doctor, it seems to me that was a pretty long 10 minutes. See here, Mr. Day, if I'm to handle <coughs> this case, how can you handle it if you're out of the house? Who is this? It's Dr. Summers. How do you do? I felt that Mrs. Day's condition warranted my getting Dr. Summers here as soon as possible. Observation. Observation. Help me carry the body out. Yes, of course. Anything that can be done upstairs. Doctor. You people that carry the body? Pardon? Yeah. I mean, you could technically just roll her down the stairs. You could. I mean, she's like, dead. Yeah. Nothing you and I can do at the moment. Dr. Lloyd. Yes? There's something that's troubling Mrs. Day's mind. Oh? Oh, is he baptized? Yes. He's going to decide to get baptized and then nope. she'll be feel better? Or? Yeah, well, it's kind of a joke. Like, he, she, he, the priest and us audience think he's like, okay, this has been bugging her. I'm going to get baptized. But he goes, you talk to her. You tell her it's not an important thing. He's like, the, he's the minister. He's a reverend. It's your immortal soul, man. I want you to tell her that my being baptized would just be a lot of confounded nonsense. But Mr. I Dick, can't say Lord, that. Yes, you can. I gave money to your church. That's right. He goes, Mr. Day, as if he's objecting that it's not true. He goes, no, no, no. She'll believe you. <laughs> I'm surprised that a grown man like you would suggest such a thing. He's a, he's a, okay, here Your we go. Please. Bad news. Ready for the bad news? Yes. Doctor, how is she? What have you decided? Is there a room yeah. you could use for our consultation? Yes. My library. Yeah, let's go into the uh, bad news room. Yeah. Do you have a bad news room here? We've had our consultation. We'll talk to you, Mr. Day. Surely. Rest assured, yeah. Dr. Summers will do everything that is humanly possible. Well, we'll try not to be long. Oh, well, you thought it was the bad news room because they were going to tell him bad news? No, they got to talk. What fuck's up with this woman? Look what a good print this is, man. It's gorgeous, yeah. Especially and if it is the real color. It's Technicolor, yeah. I should have just yeah. said lead with that. American Technicolor comedy. Very highly thought of, isn't it? Oh, yes. But Vinny is seriously... If anyone could help her, he could. Very fine position. But there is a greater help, ever present in the hour of need. What? What? Let us what? Him. God? Prayer. You're going to pray? 
Hey, you know what? Let's take a walk down by the river. <laughs> Why? So I can kill you? No, it's like a baptize you. <laughs> oh, but it's got to be holy water. He's a priest, dude. He could Right, right. He could just bless the river. You're right. Um, let me tell you about William Powell. He died at 91 years old. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Born 19. Uh, born longer than Asta. Longer than whom? Asta the dog. <laughs> right? That dog lived, what, six years? <laughs> He's older than old Yeller. Um, he died in 84 when I graduated high school, and he was stopped being active since 55. Okay, now, I was going to tell you about him, but Vinny's coming down, and he's yeah. going to get real emotional. What's wrong? Now, he knew old Yeller way back when he was young Yeller. You could write back upstairs. Old Yeller was, was a 50s film, or was it Sounder? I don't know how much. I think it was 50s. You know, like, wasn't Disney had a bunch of sick dog movies? Yeah. Yeah. He's promising to be baptized. We'll go to Europe, just we two. You won't have to worry about the children or the household accounts. Or... Oh, no. Uh, he's Irene Dunfor. <laughs> what is today? She'll be all right now. Bless you for what you have done. What did I do? What did I do? To be baptized. You said you're going to get baptized. Oh, God! Oh, God. Oh, I didn't, didn't even realize that. he promised to be baptized. He just said God's name in vain in front of a priest. That was gaudy. I mean, gaddy. I mean, gaudy. I mean, gaddy. Just gaddy. Just, just gadfly. <laughs> it looks like the sign's backwards, but it's a reflection. Yeah. Or it's Russian. Spent on that street. Like in the, in the play, it would just be like, you know, a curtain, but not in the movie. Oh, I love these department stores. This is a real place. It was called McCreary's. It was like on 11th Street. It was downtown. Let me try to see if I can find it. Yeah. The department store mentioned the, uh, in the movie McCreary's opened in 1868 as James McCreary and Company Dry Goods Emporium. 11th Street and Broadway. 11th Street wow. and Broadway. Oh, now, oh from New Jersey. New Jersey what? bathing suits. Oh, Cyber Jersey bathing suits. Listen, we really do got a great Jersey guy here. Um, let me find him. Yeah, Jim uh, Clarence Day Jr., the one we're talking about here, Jimmy mm -hmm. London, and he was ninety-eight years old when he died, and he was the last surviving cast member. He was born in Harrington Park, New Jersey, but he was raised in Bergenfield, New Jersey, a place I know well. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out, Bergenfield. Is Bergenfield in Bergen County? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's very intuitive yeah. of you. Yeah. Um, he's the Yell Man, and, and critics loved him in this film. And um, he was a television producer. Also... Um, I don't know. His he was his family was Irish. Yep, yeah, you shout out okay. to Jersey. That's all I gotta say about him. Nice. Now, here's the pug dog that costs all that money. 80 bucks. Or is it 80 six? bucks? Hold on, maybe I'm wrong. Uh fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars, which in a, which in today's money. Now in nineteen forty seven money, 
that $15 would be equivalent to $15, 1947 money. Oh, yeah. Like, if you if you calculate it, according to, according to at least my spreadsheet here. <laughs> right, the one. Times wow, zero, like uh, times one. Um, but it would be $480 today. So the suit that Clarence wants is 15 bucks, and the dog is 15 bucks. So she buys the dog. He makes her return it. And so he just exchanges it for Clarence's suit. So later right. on, it'll be another one of those moments like, no, Claire, I cho it didn't cost you a thing. We exchanged right. it. was it. part of the refund. Yeah. But he didn't. But the thing is, it's still a charged amount that he's going to have to pay 15 bucks. But once again, Vinny will twist him all around. So he, he <laughs> just won't follow the, his argument. He does seem a lot better, girl. Yeah, she recovered from... Yeah. Oh, wait. She, here she is. She recovered. It's her first day out recovered. Now, she's meeting a priest from uh, above the Bronx. And she has this idea. Clarence doesn't... Claire doesn't want to be baptized in front of all these people. Certainly not by that son-of-a-bitch reverend, right? So sure. she'll take him uptown where nobody knows him. Mm. God will know he's baptized. Now, he wants the $15 for the suit, and he's about to get paid because they sold so much medicine. And he goes, yeah, but he paid me in more medicine. God damn it! That's ridiculous. He thanked us for our service to society. Oh, so he didn't get any money. He just got more from merchandise. Right. Well, well you see, Clarence. What? Dr. What? Bartlett paid us off in medicine. Oh, God! Holy oh, God! You oh, sound like your father. But my suit, I've got to have it tomorrow. I can't, I can't hear God's name in vain. He's going to see Mary tomorrow, so he wants his own suit so he can, like, touch her boobs and stuff. Yeah, right, without thinking of Dad. Yeah. The ultimate cock block, your dad's suit. Yeah. Hello, Father. Mom is fine enough to go to church this Sunday. I've noticed you haven't been kneeling down in church lately. Don't let your mother catch you at it. Well, it's my suit, you see, sir. Right. Ridiculous. Well, of course, it's the weird one who writes the book, the memoir. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. But he was like a real serious essayist, and he had a journalistic career, not as a reporter, but as a contributor, including cartoons to New Yorker. I think I told you like eight times, sorry. Yeah, maybe that's where I, why I always connect cartoons with Life with Father. Mm-hmm, it could be. Yeah. Now, they're going to once again bring up the baptism and he but he's gonna see the pug dog and be like what is that disgusting thing out of my house but that dog was like from an oh that pug dog i thought the dog he, the kid brought home she bought Whatever it happened to the what kid what remember they had a dog at the table oh yeah we won't see him again we might we might i'm not sure but he's not a doesn't a lot of things happen like remember how we stopped the floor Right, yeah, yeah. Never we'll see, see that, that again. Ever. You remember how we played the piano? We'll never see that again. One thing we do talk about is the great uh, monocle. We have two monocles, a, a bi-monocle, and you have the little dangly part. Well, it's glasses. It's glasses. 
Yeah, but they don't have like little frames that go under your ears. No, you squeeze your you they pinch your nose is what happens. Yeah. Now once again, it's not, more like I'm not getting baptized. You gave me your word. Well, you were sick. Yeah. I'll be baptized. I promise I'll be baptized. Well, what if I did? Claire. Claire. Oh, you a man of your word. Vinny. His name is Claire and her name is Vinny. You thought you were dying. That's right. Hey, yeah, the genders are mixed. Fact, yeah. That's what cured you. Well, it seems to me pretty ungrateful of you to press this matter any further. My being well You lied. Yeah, you've been baptized. That's right. You gave the Lord your word. And you're going to march yourself up to Mr. Yeah. Morley. Never give the Lord your word. Now he sees the pug dog. Oh, God! Heaven is that. If you think I'm going to let you add the sin of breaking your solemn and sacred promise. I demand to know what that repulsive object is. Explain <laughs> what it is that the pug dog is. What is it doing in this house? I wanted it and I bought it. You <laughs> spent good money for that? Claire. Yeah, seriously. I'm on, I'm on father's side on this one. Yeah. Pay for that atrocity. I didn't pay anything for it. I charged it. Is there cookies in there? Did you hear that? I might have known. How much was it? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars? That's a lot. Don't you call this lovely work of art an eyesore? <laughs> well, look beautiful sitting on a red cushion by the fireplace in the living room. If that sits in the living room, I won't. Furthermore, I don't even want it in the same house with me. Same. Get it out of here. Claire? Now wait, listen, listen. You're not going to get out of this room until you set a date for your baptism. I'll tell you one thing. I'll never be baptized as long as that hideous monstrosity is in this house. So he said, I'll never be baptized as long as that thing's in this house. He didn't say, if you get rid of that thing, I'll be baptized. Sure. That's what she heard. Right. And she gets Clarence Jr. to think that's what she heard. So now Clarence is like, $15, let's exchange the suit. And she go, Vinny's like, yes, it would cost your father a thing. Even though it's, you know, it's on yeah, the charge. Of course it's yeah. He's not getting his money back. It's just. Right. So she, he go, he's going to get the letter. You see, remember that argument they were having about keeping the books and you've got to get a receipt and stuff. She had the idea, just give me charge accounts at all the stores and then they'll do the bookkeeping for us. So now she's got charge accounts all over and it's turning into that drama. She charges it. So he's going to get a bunch of charges, charges, charges. Audubon, that's the place. So how do they do it? So there's no credit card company back then, right? It was just probably right. the department store. Right. There uh, was... What... <clears throat> Go ahead. Uh, what people would do if they were rich enough is they would they would go to the bank and say, I have this house. It's got $100,000 free that I own. So they would open a chart. Today we call it home equity loan. They would open a charge against a real estate thing. And that's how they did charge cards. But only the richest, richest guys could do it. Sure. Back in the day. Now we have a beautiful, lovely scene between the two of these. They're so in love. It's good to hear you sing again, Vinny. Good to hear you singing again. You're back to good health. Yeah. Yeah, all I had to do is take a bloody piss, and now I feel better. <laughs> I just had to pass my stone. Yeah. 
On the way uptown, I stopped in at Tiffany's. Now, look at this. Bought you a little something. Tiffany's? Yeah. Thought you might like it. Oh, Claire! What a beautiful ring. <laughs> Glad if it pleases you. Oh, Claire, how sweet of you. I don't know how to thank you. Hmm. Well, it's thanks enough for me just to have you up and around again. No, when you're ill, Vinny, this house is like a tomb. There's no excitement. That's the yeah. loveliest ring you ever That's back when, like, Tiffany owned it. Tiffany's was one single store, not a chain. You don't want any more. What I'd really like now is a nice diamond necklace. A diamond necklace? Oh, God! <laughs> you know, it's weird, but Tiffany's back then did not serve breakfast. That's right. Yeah, that was not until Simon and Garfunkel. Not until the show. how I feel about you. Not until the, the song. Listen, yes. listen. I've loved you every minute of it. I married you and I've loved you every minute of it. I said we've been married for 20 years and I've loved you every minute of it. But if I have to buy out jewelry stores to prove it, if I haven't shown it to you in my words and actions, uh, I might as well. What should I do now? Oh, here comes the, here comes the waterworks. It's all right, Claire. She's just so happy. You said you loved me. He's like, of course I love you. So it's kind of like he doesn't even know that he's never said it. He just assumed it was, of course I love you. Now they're going to sing together. Dull if we always knew yeah. what was coming. Hard and well, it's soul. certainly not dull around here. In this house, you never know what's going to hit you tomorrow. <laughs> Why do you got? Oh, here comes the song, Carl. Yeah. Why you do you got to be so rude? <laughs> Don't you know I'm human too? I gotta be so rude. I'm gonna bury her anyway. Bury that bury girl. That girl. <laughs> bury her anyway. <laughs> oh, Why you gotta be so rude? That's not true. Michael was exonerated. Well, you know the story of that song. They completely made it up. They just like the, they just thought it was a good song idea. Well, it's a terrible song idea. It's a horrible, horrible song idea. <laughs> it this is Ben's father's. Yeah. It's a the guy says father's. to himself, I'm going to be a real gentleman and I will ask for her hand in marriage. So he does. He asks and he says <laughs> no. So if he was a real gentleman, he'd be like, oh, damn, uh, struck damn out. I'm going to have to marry someone else. Right. No, but what does he do? Fuck you. I'm going to marry him. So he didn't come for my approval. No, I wanted to be that asshole boyfriend, Dad. That's me. Take a good look. Okay, new maid. Yeah, but it's not a new maid. Margaret, sir. What's your name? Margaret. We've got one Margaret in the house. At home, they call me Maggie, sir. Maggie. All right, Maggie. <laughs> if her name's Margaret, that's a good sign. Maybe she'll stay a while. <laughs> Do you know, nice. boys, your mother used to be just the same about cooks as she is about maids. Never could keep them for some reason. He's the one who Probably chases them out all the yeah. It's so funny. Listen, if I had a cook and a maid, they'd be hanging out with me. But look I'll at them sure all just leave. soaking it in, thinking mother can't keep maids, you know? Right. Okay, now, he doesn't That's know... He doesn't know that Cora, Aunt Cor uh, Cousin Cora, is coming to stay again with Mary. 
Is, is uh, Mary coming with her? Yeah. And that's great for Clarence Jr. Yeah. So basically, he's like, you're dressed for a wedding today. He's forgotten he's going to be baptized. They're all dressed up, you know? Right. Well, they all know he's getting baptized. And he doesn't remember that he is. Well, you said as soon as I got rid of that punk, I said nothing of the sort. So when he sees Cora coming outside, he's like, nobody answer the door. The freeloader, the gypsies are back. It's so great. Then when he hears, we can't stay, so-and-so sick, you should see his, look how mad he is. The whole film he's mad. The whole film. So he cheers up when she's not staying. <laughs> oh, my God. Here comes the suit. Where shall I put it? Oh, that's for me, I think. Take it upstairs, Maggie. Hold on. No, no. Let me see that. Bring it here. He can't wait to get a boner in his own suit. Yeah, that's right. What is it? It's all right. It's nothing for you to worry about. At least I think I should know what's being charged to me. Stop your fussing. It's a new suit of clothes for Clarence, and it isn't costing you a penny. It's not costing you a penny because they exchanged it. It's costing me $15. And I told Clarence... Claire, can't you take my word? It isn't costing you a penny. I'd like to have you explain why it isn't. <laughs> because Clarence took the pug dog back and got the suit instead. Of course. And they'll charge me $15 for right. the suit. They'll charge me $15. Dollars. This is annoying when Gracie Allen and George Burns did this routine. Gracie, are you trying to tell me? It was kind of annoying when they did it. It was cute the first time you ever saw it or two. Right. You know? Well, Gracie, Gracie is the reason why it was cute, is that she was playing, you know, stupid, but it was very obvious that she was kind of leading the whole comedy routine. Uh-huh. You know? So they were definitely a good part. I don't know if he's a charming guy or just, like, a lucky dude, George Burns. Let's trash no. talk George Burns the last time I missed this movie. <laughs> oh, oh, Gad, you devil. Oh, Gad, book two. That's a uh, oh gad oh gad. So right now she's twisted it around so that he doesn't even understand. He's kind of thinking that it is costing him nothing. The fifteen dollars. Now she'll see the rubber plant again. What the devil? Oh, go ahead, car ready. Oops, there it goes another rubber tree. God! I will not have that botanical freak in this room. What's wrong with the rubber tree? He doesn't like it. Yes, this botanical sorry. freak. I know the worst kind of freaks. This letter from Mrs. Sprague says you sold her a bottle of this medicine and that her little... So the medicine killed a dog. Okay, they're learning that the medicine has killed a dog. And they're learning that he's selling the medicine. And he goes, you got to buy it back. You got to go to everybody and buy it back. Wow. Around among our friends and neighbors selling some patent nostrum. But it's good medicine, Father. I can prove that by mother. I can prove it by mother. Oh, now it all ding, 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 ding. Oh, I mean that day, Mother. Was... That's enough. You're going to every house where you sold a bottle of that concoction and buy it all back. Now, how many did you sell? I don't care how much it is. Here, I've given you the money now. dollars worth. How many bottles did you sell? 128. 128. There, I always told that's you. a lot of suckers. Yeah, that's, some people probably bought Man, more than one. You'll have to come down to my office with me. I'll give you the money to buy back that medicine. $128. But you got to pay it out of your allowance. That's like in 1948, that's like $138. That's right, he's like, I'll be 21 years old. <laughs> 
I'll be 21 years old. Oh, Claire. Oh, God! <laughs> They're back! Claire, what's wrong? The gypsies are back! Oh, no. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. I'll hear it. Don't anyone answer the door! Nobody answer the door! They're moving in on us again, bag and baggage. I won't have it, I tell you. I won't have it. They were pretty unintrusive, right? They were yes, they were. Not at all. They actually they made his life kind of nice. Yeah, right. With all that baggage, Claire! I'm going to check doesdodogdie.com with Father. Because we're not seeing him anymore. Yeah. He's poisoned. Oh, yeah. The, the, the dog they referred to, though. We never saw it. Well, there was a dog. I think they poisoned the dog we saw at the breakfast table. No, no. No, she got a letter from a woman she knows saying, your kid sold me some medicine. My son gave it to the dog. Now the dog's dead. You owe me $5 for a new dog. Because were you good? No. <laughs> You like that kid, right? <laughs> my, my, it's so nice to be back. How do you do, Mr. Dean? How do you do? Come and sit down and have breakfast. Now he's going to tease her about writing his son letters all the time. I haven't finished my breakfast. Well, then sit down, Claire. Do we have time for this baptism? Well, it's coming and he doesn't even know it. The maid's a priest. I baptize you, motherfucker. <laughs> Clarence? Yeah, where's my lover, Clarence? Yeah, he's getting on his fuck you suit. Listen, watch his attitude change. Wow! And that's all the news fit to print. It might be the taxi. Uh, while you were in Springfield, our postman was kept pretty busy. Oh, you little oh. whore. Speaking of which, I'll be at Scotty's this weekend in Springfield, New Jersey. Bingo! Yeah, this will take us to Alderman Park. Oh. Alderman Park? Park? You are oh. Claire! Cora, the most wonderful thing is... Autobahn Park. Claire is going to be baptized this morning. Egad! What? What are you saying? I'm saying... You're going to be baptized this morning. I am not going to be baptized this morning or any other morning. You promised yesterday that as soon as I sent that pug dog back, you'd be baptized. I never said anything remotely like that. Clarence was right there and heard you. That's why I... Yeah. A cab. It's in the play. He hates hey. a cab. Send that right back. I'll do nothing of the kind. I All will right. You go to heaven. I can't go to heaven in a cab. <laughs> what, an Uber? Yeah. You can start in a cab. I'm not sure they'll ever let you into heaven, but I know they won't unless you're baptized. They baptized. can't take me out of heaven on a technicality. <laughs> oh, so once again, she'll totally get her way because when she'll say that, the, you know, cabs cost a dollar an hour, he goes, no, this one is a special limo. This costs two dollars. And he goes, well, then why aren't you getting your coat? Let's go. Come on, everybody. You know. Great. We're wasting money. Clarence, we're ready to go. Bring your gigolo suit. 
Your body glove. Why, Claire, they'd be proud of you. I suppose Harlan is to be my godfather. <laughs> right, that's how it works. Don't go through with this thing. That's final. But Claire, dear, if you feel that way about it. I do. Ah, uh, just get baptized already. Talking about the children. I'm ready, mother. Oh, look at that suit. I've got to take John down to my office with me and give him the money to buy back that dog medicine. But it wasn't dog medicine, sir. Young man, we're starting downtown this minute. You'll do no such thing. Good. You gave me your sacred promise that day I almost died. Yes, yes please. If we hadn't given her some of that medicine, that proves it's good medicine. You gave uh, your dog medicine? What the fuck, dude? Mother, we put some in your tea that morning. Yeah. You almost killed me. Do you realize you might have killed your mother? You did kill Mrs. Sprague's dog. Yeah. John, I'll have to give considerable thought as to how you would be punished for this. Claire. No, Vinny. When I think of that day, what, like we might have lost you. You're all right now, thank heaven. Yeah, thank you. I goodness. went through that <laughs> afternoon. The way I <laughs> Just wrap it up already. Wrap it up. Yeah. already. We're uh, we are wrapping it up. That was the day uh, you gave me your sacred. Put a bow on it. I wouldn't have given I'm tired, you Carl. I like this movie a lot, but hour fifty five minutes, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, well, it's getting it's being done for you. So hang on. All right. Couple more. You don't care whether we meet in heaven or not. You don't care whether you ever see me and the children again. In heaven, heaven to be with someone else. No psychedelic first song. If you don't love us enough, yeah, that's right. Nothing we can do about it. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I love Look, my I'll life. write to you from hell. All my life, I struggled and worked. Well, here's the cab. Two dollar cab. <laughs> There's that cab. All right. Benny. Not well enough to go all the way to Audubon. Oh, yeah, try anything, dude. But that trip would take all morning. Those cabs cost a dollar an hour. The two, no, their best cabs. This costs two dollars an hour. Oh, God. <laughs> then why aren't you ready? Get your hat on. Let's go, right. Hallelujah. He's off to be baptized now. So the cop goes off to the office. She goes, This is your fault, young lady. All right. From Delmonico's. Yeah. Started it all. Look at that suit. Yeah. Now, look. Not everyone's going to get in the cab. He's going to stay behind. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. I don't know why he did that. Maybe because he's in the $15 suit. I'm not sure. But they're staying home, and they're going to be home alone because the, the help doesn't count. That's right. Off to work! I'm off to be baptized! Look at that. That was some fancy. You could have just easily taken the trolley. They don't have their line. They were both going to say, let's make a left here, boss. But they were a little horse <laughs> that day. Were, oh, the horses? Look, nobody's on the streets. I know. There's not even horse poop. Thank you, Jack Warner. Well, that has been... Um, Visit of Life with Father. Carl, what did you think of this movie? I loved it. I really enjoyed it. It was a great film. And um, I, I think it was terrific. It was a 
snapshot of time. It was a piece of history. I don't know. It was great. It's amusing. Everyone in there was kind of fun. I mean, even the kids were, were not. Uh, I like the bratty little kid, the angry boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was wasn't bad. It's, I don't it like good. oatmeal. No. All right. Well, that has been Life with Father. We're sick of dad. We're done with dad. We don't want to. You are. Him. You are. I, I love them. You know, I'm a mama's boy. We'll be back next week. Here's what you do. Listen to us on Muni Radio, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go to your podcast app and look up L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and you can type in that acronym on YouTube to watch Carl 